Hello, my name is Tom Longano, and this is Boy Stories. Welcome back to the podcast. We got an awesome episode for you today. Before we get into the story, I have a quick favor to ask all of you, which you can do right now, because I know that most of you are listening on Apple Podcasts. You probably have your phone nearby. Take that phone out, open up the phone, unlock it, and in the lower bar of the podcast, um, the podcast app, you will see it says the SCPC. You can click on the SCPC. Then it'll make that square a lot bigger, and it says Boy Stories, the SCPC. Uh, in the bottom right corner of your screen, there will be three dots. Click on those three dots. Ooh, what happens when I click on those three dots? Well, you'll have to see. A new bar comes up. We all clicked on those three dots. New bar came up. Okay. On that new bar, the first thing is a block that says share. And then there's kind of like a square with like a arrow coming out of its head. I don't know. There's a lot of different ways you can describe that square. It could be a square holding an umbrella in a rainstorm, but the umbrella doesn't completely cover the whole square. You'll understand if you're looking at it, which you should be doing. Or maybe it's like a deserted island, right? It's like a it's like a desert deserted desert island in the middle of the sea, and there's a single palm tree in the very middle of that island. And the island, for some reason, is a square. Whatever. We're looking at that button, and we click on that little square. And then, whoa, magically, all of my friends appear. All my friends are there with little green bubbles and I can text them, right? So then the next thing I do is I select all my contacts, everyone, all of my friends. <laughs> and then I hit send. And then, then they have access to this marvelous episode. And then they thank me later and they say, Oh my gosh, thank you for sharing that episode with me. That was so fun. And you say, that's okay. I know a lot about really cool things like Boy Stories podcasts. So if you ever have questions about cool things, you should ask me because I'm one of your cool friends. Um, that is how that will go. The reason I'm asking you to do this very special favor is because we are actually very close to the top of the charts for stories um, for kids. Stories for kids in the kids and family genre of the Apple podcast, which is really cool. Because like if you hit those charts, if we get like a little bit higher into like top 25 or even top 10, then... It spreads the podcast to like so many more people because a lot of people check those charts that they're looking for new stories or, or whatever, right? So if you share this to to people who might listen to it on Apple Podcasts, then we can go up in the charts. And that'd be very exciting for me. And it'll be exciting for them. So anyway, if you like this podcast, thank you so much for listening and thank you for sharing. Um, we still have the contest going on, by the way, if you want to leave a rating or review, if you want to ask characters questions. You will, or leave a review on the Amazon page mentioning the Boy Stories podcast. I'm just saying this very quickly because you probably heard it already. Then you will be entered for a chance to win a special sample copy of the Green Book of Stories before anyone else has read it. Very exciting. Woo, woo. Okay. The SCPC. That is this week's story. And it is also a hilariously stupid acronym for a very funny group. I... <laughs> I remember after I wrote this story, I was like, I was showing it to a friend and I said, what, what do you think of the SCPC? And he said, well, it's, <laughs> first of all, he liked the story, but he, I, I was asking him like about the name. I was like, I could like name their little club something different. And he said, no, this is probably what they would do because like they think it's really cool. But like even just saying SCPC is already like, it already sounds lame. SCPC, like say that three times fast and then try and act like a normal person. You can't. Uh, but I'm not going to say any more about the story. I will let the story speak for itself. This is <clears throat> the SCPC. Mm-hmm.
After years of teaching, Mr. L had developed a special sort of intuition. He could sense when something was wrong, or, more importantly, when something was about to go wrong. In this particular case, he couldn't say what his suspicion was except this. His students were up to no good. A strange excitement hung about the classroom. A nervous energy. Slight glances, stifled smiles, and overly innocent blank faces contributed to Mr. L's growing conviction that there was systematic intrigue happening behind his back. After second break on Wednesday, Mr. L found his first clue, a small red stain on the carpet by the cubbies. Upon closer inspection, he saw a soggy green square in the reddish watery liquid. He got on his hands and knees and sniffed, as any good teacher must in such circumstances, then recoiled with surprise. Excuse me, he announced before their next subject began. Did anyone have a snack in here during second break? Immediately, the class stiffened. There was palpable tension in the room. Mr. L's gaze traveled from face to face, examining each one, waiting for someone to waver or break. He saw nothing and concluded this must be deliberate. Then, a trembling hand entered the air. Mr. L glared at its owner. Yes, Porge? I did, sir. You had a snack during second break inside the classroom? Yes, sir. He paused, then continued with what might have been innocent curiosity. Why do you ask? I ask, Mr. L responded, because I found a stain on the carpet which smelled suspiciously like salsa. You smell the carpet? asked Porge. Porge, you are not allowed in this classroom when a teacher is not here, Mr. L snapped. Uh, yes, sir, Porge mumbled, sinking in his chair. That goes for everyone, continued Mr. L, his voice still raised. No one is allowed in here when a teacher is not present. Understood? Yes, sir, said the class. Good. Now let's get on with literature. A casual observer might have felt Mr. L was too harsh to poor Porge. Mr. L himself felt a bit bad, but there was something undeniably off about the way that Porge confessed and the way that every other boy refused to look at him. This made Mr. L even more suspicious than before. The glob of salsa was the first clue, a mere piece of the puzzle. The next day, Mr. L encountered a second clue. He was standing in the doorway to the classroom, sipping morning coffee and observing his students at first break, when Jeffrey tugged at his sleeve. Um, Mr. L, I, I, I have a quick question. Sure, Jeffrey, he said. Is this about today's spelling test? Oh, no, sir. It's way less important than that. Okay, ask away. I was, um, just wondering, if you bury someone alive, like, accidentally, would you get in trouble with the police? Mr. L's coffee mug hovered halfway to his open mouth. Because, I mean... Jeffrey added quickly, It's not murder if you didn't know, right? What? said Mr. L. Like, you know, if if you thought they could still breathe, uh, even if they couldn't. It, it's not your fault, is it? Jeffrey, if you bury someone alive, that is a serious, serious crime. Oh, oh okay. Uh, thank you, sir. Good to know. Uh, just wondering. Why? Mr. L began, but Jeffrey was already running off in the direction of the woods. Mr. L put down his coffee cup. He walked after Jeffrey. Jeffrey glanced over his shoulder as he disappeared under the trees. Mr. L started to jog, then to run. 
Jeffrey, he called out. Jeffrey, get back here. Jeffrey, Mr. L feared the worst. He tore through the trees, calling Jeffrey's name. There was no sign of the boy or any shovels or freshly dug dirt. Finally, after ten minutes of searching in the back of the woods, Mr. L stopped. He understood what had happened. Then he walked slowly back to the classroom. Sure enough, there was Jeffrey outside the door. The other students chatted as they stood in line. Break was over. Mr. L's gaze lingered on Leo and his eyes narrowed. Jeffrey could not have come up with this diversion on his own. Mr. L lost that battle, but this only made him all the more determined not to lose the war. The resort to such tactics as sending in Jeffrey showed him that, after yesterday's salsa incident, his opposition was cautious, trying to throw him off the scent. Clever, but not clever enough. Mr. L knew he had to convince these wrongdoers that they were safe, so he smiled and welcomed the boys into the classroom. As he did so, he almost jumped in surprise. On the ceiling was a third clue, a small pink smear. He kept a straight face and waited until the end of the day. Then, after the boys left, he eagerly thrust a chair beneath the pink smear and hopped on. The substance was thick and grainy. He held it to his nose to smell. Mr. L blinked. He stuck out his tongue and tasted it. Sugary sweet. He smacked his lips and tasted again. Some sort of frosting. Mr. L returned the chair to its place and packed up his things, more confused than before. He couldn't sleep that night. He tossed and turned and thought about globs of salsa and sugary pink smears, and Jeffrey whistling as he filled a hole with dirt. What could it all mean? Mr. L entered his classroom the next morning, tired and unshaven, but with a plan. Phase one started before math. Mr. L delivered a five-minute sermon on why students were not allowed in the classroom without a teacher. Violation of this rule meant certain punishment. The boys blinked and nodded. Phase two came during first break. Mr. L stood outside the classroom, looking suspiciously at students who passed. Three times he loudly announced to no one that he was getting coffee or checking the woods, then strolled around the corner of the classroom only to dart back and thrust open the door. Nothing happened that break. Phase two was complete. Second break was phase three. Mr. L acted like his suspicions had disappeared. He flicked off the classroom lights, as he did every time he left for an extended period of time, locked the door, and went for a walk. With hands in his pockets, he ambled over the field, around a kickball game, and to the woods. He struck up a lively conversation with Mr. M about the math lesson of the day. Then he meandered back toward his classroom, sure that there was still half of break left. Mr. L unlocked the door and turned on the lights. It was time for phase four. On the way to his desk, he stopped at the bookshelf and reached behind a large book. His phone had been propped there, recording the entire time he was away. Settling into his chair, Mr. L swiped on this phone and opened up the video. Now he would see who was sneaking into his classroom without him knowing. Was it Leo or Jake or Greg? He would have all the evidence he needed. But as the video went on, Mr. L found his nose getting closer and closer to the screen. He couldn't believe what he was seeing. First, 
There was the close-up of his face while he positioned the camera. He watched himself walk to the door, flick out the lights, and lock the room behind him. Ten seconds passed. Then there was a scratching, snuffling sound, followed by voices. Ow, dust my leg. Get out of the way, fatty. I'm not fat. Hit the lights. The classroom lights flicked on. At the switch stood Greg, and, picking himself up near the cubbies, Porge. Mr. L blinked as he watched, unbelieving. The door was still locked. How did they get in? All clear, came a voice from somewhere Mr. L couldn't see. Clear, Porge affirmed. The back wall of Leo's cubby shifted. The woods swiveled backwards to reveal a small gap, through which a group of boys filed in one after the other. Hurry up, said Porge. Let's get started. Who's on watch this break, said Jake, pushing past Leo's coat. I think it's Albert. Good. We can trust him. I'm right here, moaned a voice from within the cubby, and Albert emerged. Timmy's on watch. Timmy, said Porge, but he's on the planning committee, and we have a meeting today. I will represent Timmy at today's meeting, announced Leo, as he stepped through the back wall of the cubby. Typical, snorted Greg. Do you have a problem with that? Leo said. Yeah, whatever. He sides with you on everything anyway. That's because Timmy has good judgment, Leo replied. Anyway, he's risking his neck and spending his break on guard so that we can enjoy ourselves. He is a generous soul. This break, we are honoring Jeffrey for yesterday's bravery. Ah, uh, thanks, Leo, said Jeffrey, hopping out of the cubby and into the classroom. It was nothing. Let's get to it, said Leo, clapping Jeffrey on the shoulder. I hereby declare this meeting of the SCPC in session. Porridge pulled a snapping party favor and confetti exploded into the air. All the boys cheered. Leo, Jake, Greg, Porridge, Albert, and Jeffrey then moved desks into a big square to form a table with the practice speed of having done this many times before. Albert rummaged in his bag and brought out big bottles of orange and grape soda, which he began pouring into plastic cups and distributing. Porridge took out two giant bags of chips and a jar of salsa. Greg upended his backpack and dumped out about 15 packages of Twinkies. Finally, Jeffrey cracked open a Tupperware tub stuffed with pink frosted cupcakes. Someone turned on speakers and played peppy music with heavy bass. Porridge started dancing. Greg loudly laughed at something Albert said. Leo did cheers with Jeffrey and Jake, toasting the fact that it was finally Friday. After a good five minutes of joking and laughter and yelling and snack consumption and bass music and dancing, Leo climbed to the top of a desk and called for order. Someone clicked a button and the music stopped. Leo lifted his plastic cup. A toast, he said, to the SCPC. To the SCPC, the others bellowed, and everyone drank deeply. Then they demanded refills and Albert scurried round with the soda bottles. Now, said Leo, his mouth half full of cupcake. Mm. It's Friday, so we have our committee meeting to discuss the future of our humble little club. As president of the Secret Classroom Party Club, I declare the meeting now in session. Hear, hear, chanted the boys around the desk, lifting plastic cups. Pass the salsa, Porridge said. Guys, Albert's hogging it. Don't be fat, snapped Albert. I'm not fat. Well, we had a good week, Leo went on. And as this marks the fourth Friday committee meeting, it is officially the club's one-month anniversary. We have brought secret parties to this classroom, day after day, for an entire month. And that is no small accomplishment. 
and many more months to come, shouted Jeffrey to another chorus of hear, hear from the others as they pounded on desks. I have no more announcements on this happy anniversary, Leo concluded. I now give the floor to our head security counselor, Jake. Leo hopped down and Jake hopped up. As you all know, said Jake, this has been a busy week for security, especially after the salsa incident. He looked meaningfully at Albert, who lowered his head. But thanks to the bravery of our Deputy Marshal Porge, Jake went on, we have survived. The watchful overlord was successfully put off the scent by our junior scout, Jeffrey. Hear, hear! Long live the resistance! shrieked Jeffrey, spilling orange soda down the sides of his mouth as he drank. Still, the watchful overlord has only been distracted, warned the head security counselor, and so we must remain vigilant. Because the watchful overlord does not rest, he will stop at nothing to end all of our parties forever. This was followed by boos. Boo! Down with the watchful overlord! bellowed Greg. Thank you, head security counselor, said Leo. The floor is open. Do any members have motions for the committee? Jake bowed and hopped down. Porge stood up. I have a motion, he said, that I would like to bring as deputy marshal to the SCPC. I think we should adjust the budget for an extra jar of salsa because we are always low and Albert takes most of it anyway. That's not true, snapped Albert. Do we have space in the budget for another jar? Asked Jake, looking to Leo. We do, said Leo, who was president and also treasurer of the club. He opened his lunchbox and shifted through the crumpled dollar bills and coins. We have $14.57, but Albert still hasn't paid his week's dues. I'm working on it, moaned Albert. My mom cut my allowance last week and times are hard. And he's the one who eats all the salsa snorted Porge. I'm sorry, snapped Albert, rounding on Porge. You want to say that to my face? Stop, said Leo. There is no fighting in the secret classroom party club. This is a peaceful space of joy and smiles and merriment. Anyone who fights will be kicked out and never allowed back, just like anyone who doesn't pay their dues. I'm working on it, mumbled Albert. I have a motion, Greg announced. Yes, a motion from one of the junior scouts, said Leo. Proceed. I would like to be promoted from junior scout, said Greg. How come I have to be junior scout with Jeffrey when everyone else gets cool names like deputy marshal and vice president? Timmy is vice president because of his extensive services to the furtherance of our mission to bring fun parties to this classroom, Leo explained. Porch has been an excellent assistant to the head security counselor and so earned his role as deputy marshal. Yeah, said Greg, but then how come Albert gets to be Secretary of State? He hasn't even paid his dues. I'm working on it, cried Albert. Albert is in a complex series of negotiations with Lucas in Mr. M's class, discussing the possibility of connecting our club with their SAPC. That is invaluable work for our mission, said Leo. Thanks, said Albert. When you do something useful, Greg, you'll get a new title, Leo finished. I hate being a junior scout. Greg grumbled. I like it, said Jeffrey cheerfully. I have another motion for consideration, said the Deputy Marshal Porge. Yes, Deputy Marshal, state your motion, said the president of the club. 
I think we should add more candy to our daily stockpile. We ran out of Sour Patch Kids like the first day of last week, and we haven't had any since. Also, I think instead of grape soda, we should get Sprite. Grape soda's gross. This controversial motion sparked much debate within the committee. The first question was quickly settled. They all agreed that more candy should be purchased as soon as possible. But argument broke out over which candy should be bought. Impassioned speeches were heard from both sides. Then the deputy marshal put forth a new motion, which stated that if you do not pay your dues, you shouldn't have any say about which candy is purchased. The president set this motion to a vote, wherein he had three votes, two due to his being president and another one for absent Timmy, and the motion passed. It was then decided that two more Sour Patch Kids bags would be purchased and one bag of Swedish fish, that these candies would be rationed out across the entire week by the deputy marshal himself, and, finally, that those who did not pay dues received no candy. Then came the soda question, and things got really heated. Junior Scout Greg started shouting at the head security counselor about the merits of grape soda, while the Secretary of State quietly finished the rest of the day's orange soda, to the horror of the deputy marshal. The president intervened before someone got punched, but the secretary of state might have been expelled from the club that moment if a loud series of knocks had not sounded at the window. The club members froze. More knocks reverberated through the room like gunshots. The SCPC sprang into action. Desks returned to their places. Supplies disappeared into bags. The carpet was quickly scrubbed and confetti swept up. The deputy marshal made a dive for the cubby wall, but Junior Scout Jeffrey was at the window. Too late, he squealed. 30 seconds. Initiate emergency plan C-17, shouted Jake, head security counselor. This is not a drill. C-17. The boys forgot the cubby and disappeared. They rolled under desks, hid behind chairs, folded themselves into corners. Porridge pushed the gap in the cubby wall shut, then ducked behind a coat. Greg leapt over the teacher's desk and thrust himself beneath it. The lights flicked off. A second later, a key turned in the lock, and the door opened. The lights flicked on again. Mr. L entered the classroom, looked around, and then walked to the bookshelf. He reached for the camera. That's when the video ended. Mr. L looked up from his phone, stunned. Sounds from the video faded, and the seemingly empty classroom was silent. Slowly, Mr. L moved his right foot further under the desk, feeling around. His toe encountered something squishy, and he heard a slight grunt. You will not speak, Mr. L said carefully to the room. You will go to your desk. You will take out a fresh sheet of paper, and you will write these words. I will not plot to deceive Mr. L and host secret parties in his classroom. You will copy this until I say to stop. Get moving now. Wait, but how many times? Asked a small voice from behind the bookshelf as Jeffrey's head poked out. I said now. No one spoke. The boys crawled out and found their desks, got their papers and pencils, then began to copy the sentence. No one looked up. Mr. L jerked open the door and called Timmy inside. Timmy entered with his head low, already understanding what had happened. Mr. L made sure the small gap in the back wall of the classroom was repaired and sealed, taking the remaining funds from the SCPC treasury to do so. The SCPC was bankrupt, disgraced, and disbanded. 
never to meet again. Theirs was a valiant effort, but the watchful overlord had triumphed yet again. Okay, that was the SCPC, kind of a fun story there. And I have two guests on the podcast today. I have Jeffrey and I have Leo. So why don't you guys say hi to everyone? Hi, I'm Leo. Uh, nice to be back here. Always a pleasure. Hey, I'm Jeffrey, and I'm here with my podcast fans and my podcast peeps. Oh, so what, is there a difference between your podcast peeps or your podcast fans? No, no, they're all just sort of the same thing. I just... Sometimes I call them a fan, sometimes I call them a peeps. You know, peeps and fans, it's just a thing. It's cool. It's like it's like slang. It's like a cool thing people say. Like, a lot of cool people say it. You know. You know how it is. Uh, okay. Yeah, Leo, would you say that's that's what cool people say? No one ever says peeps like that. I mean, maybe they did, I don't know, two decades ago? Possibly? Probably not. Um... I think that Leo is trying to say that maybe it used to be cool to say peeps, and now it's getting cool again. Um, and that's why I'm saying it because it, because I because I'm saying it, it'll be cool, right? Right, Leo? No, I think you saying it makes it less cool. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's a, Leo makes funny jokes. All right, um, let's be nice to each other on the podcast. Uh, I want to talk about the SCPC. I know we don't have a lot of time um, because you guys have to get to... What What do you have to go? I have all the time in the world. I could be here for like three hours. Want to do a three-hour interview? Let's do a three-hour interview. Let's really get deep. Let's do it. I have a heart out in about 20. Okay, heart out. Yep. Do you have a, how do you... You know, heart out is what people say. Like, you know, if, if I'm interviewing like a celebrity or an actor, they have like... To be somewhere, right? They have a heart out. Wait, where do you have to be? I promised Timmy I'd help him build his rocket ship. Oh, you help him build his rocket ship? Yes, in his backyard. So I'm a good friend, so I got to be there. And I was able to do this podcast after school, so you're welcome. Yeah, you know, I we haven't had Timmy on the podcast yet. Yeah, how come Timmy hasn't been on the podcast? I want Timmy to meet all my podcast peeps. Please stop saying that. Okay. Uh, let's, um, let's talk about SCPC. So you guys formed this little classroom society club, right? Like what, what was it? Well, the SCPC stands for the secret classroom, but shh, we are not talking about the SCPC. Oh, I mean, people know about the, it's a, it's a top secret club and we cannot comment on any of it in a public place such as this podcast. Well, I mean, in the book, it, it looks like the SCPC was disbanded. Well, you see, Leo sometimes tells us that... Do not... Do not say another word. That's why I agreed to be on this podcast, Jeffrey. is because I heard you were coming, and I, I would much rather be building a rocket with Timmy. Much rather be building that rocket. And then launching that rocket. But we might have to wait to launch it tomorrow, depending on how long it takes to build, because I have to be on this podcast to make sure you do not mention a word of the SCPC. Okay, um, when you say don't mention a word, could I, like, maybe mention, like, a couple sentences? Because, no, not, not even, no, don't, the, uh, <clears throat> Mr. Tom, there is no SCPC. Okay, I, I'm getting the, I, I, you know, I feel like there is an SCPC and you are running it? I am doing nothing of the kind. Okay, but what about what happened in the story? Jeffrey, why don't you tell me uh, what happened to that SCPC? Uh, um, 
Well, Leo's looking at me a little bit like, like he's like, don't say anything or I'll punch you kind of looking at like I'm getting that energy from him. And so I don't really want to say much, but I also want to talk to my podcast peeps. And I think they should know that the SCPC is alive and thriving and do not mention another word. Okay, uh, Leo, can you can you take your hand off of Jeffrey's arm? That looks a little bit painful. It was a little bit painful, uh, but I have learned my lesson, and I'm not mentioning another word about the SCPC that we are still currently doing. <clears throat> so you guys are still holding secret classroom parties in Mr. L's classroom? Oh, no, no, not Mr. L's classroom. You see, we had to switch to... Jeffrey, if you say... I'd... You will be kicked out of the SCPC if you say one more thing. That is my final threat. You say one more thing, you answer one more question that this man asks you, and you are never allowed in the SCPC again. Really? Yes. Really. Okay. <sighs> um, that's not... I mean, that sounds like a threat, but it also sounds like, Leo... That, that there is an SCPC right now. That is entirely untrue. Okay, but you just threatened Jeffrey that he wasn't allowed in the SCPC ever again if he said something about it, right? I did. It was a metaphorical threat. Uh, and it was referring to the SCPC that you wrote about, which is now closed and has never met again, as you said. Jeffrey, is that true? Yeah, Jeffrey, is that true? Uh, I I can neither uh, neither confirm nor deny what Leo is or is not talking about the question that you have or have not asked me on this podcast. Okay, I think before there was the threats and everything you mentioned that there might possibly be a group of boys meeting in Mr. M's classroom, potentially during lunch? Ah, no. That is a dirty lie that you are saying right now, Mr. Tom, and I don't think you should say dirty lies. Uh, you shouldn't... Tell an adult that he's a dirty liar. That's not what I didn't say. You dirty liar said you said dirty lies sometimes. So you can be a good person, but sometimes say dirty lies. It's just like a thing. Okay. Uh, and I'm not. I, I I didn't even know about this until today. Until you said it. Jeffrey is delusional. Uh, Jeffrey does not know what he is saying. Yeah, I'm totally delusional. And sometimes I say things that aren't totally true. Like when I said that we have a group meeting that meets in Mr. M's classroom most days uh, during break and that there's all sorts of candy and... Whoa, okay. Uh, so, so yeah, that's delusional. None of that happens. Yep, I am not a junior scout in that group. <laughs> See? See what I'm doing, Leo? <laughs> we will talk after this. Do not mention anything on the topic that we have discussed. Well, what what talk? Don't, just don't, don't answer questions, okay? Don't answer any questions. Okay. All right. Huh. Uh, Jeffrey, why, why don't, why don't you tell me what you did today during second break? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. I can't answer it. Because, uh, because I can't answer it. 
Jeffrey played kickball during second break with a lot of other boys in fifth grade. I saw him. He was there. There were multiple witnesses. He was nowhere else. He was playing kickball. Everyone was playing kickball. Do you have any more questions? Um, I'm feeling a little bit of, uh, you know, aggression from... Look, if you guys have the SC... If your secret classroom party club... <laughs> by the way, I think it's kind of a weird name. Like, SCPC sounds kind of... I I feel like you could have come up with a better acronym for for that. Um, you're not. Both of you are frowning at me. So okay, never mind. Not funny. But moving on. Um, that you take this very seriously, don't you? Yes, you do. Okay. Uh, I, I, even if you have that still going on, what does it matter if I know? Right? I'm just I'm just a dude. Like I'm a guy that writes books. I I can't punish you for that. There are teachers and figures in authority who may or may not be listening to this podcast. Are you saying, you mean Mr. L listens to this? Hi, Mr. L. I think you're the best teacher ever. And I just want to say thank you for being an awesome dude. And thank you for being a great teacher. And I hope I'm your favorite student. But if I'm not, that's okay. Like maybe second favorite, maybe third, but second would be good. Um, And that is why... We cannot talk about things that happen in the school because we are forbidden to do so by the leadership of said institution. Oh, so you think, so the teachers don't want you talking about what happens in school. Yes. What we do in school is always, always, always within the rules of the school. We just can't talk about that here. Wait, but when we did the SCPC, that wasn't in the rules. You mean when we did the SCPC before? Like when... We did the one that was canceled in Mr. L's room. That one. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was talking about that one, but I was also talking about... Uh, uh, oh, oh. <clears throat> yes. That is the only SCPC that I have ever known. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Guys, this is so... Okay, it's obvious that you're still doing the SCPC. Um, you could, you, you could tell me about it or you could not tell me about it. Why don't you, why don't you just tell me about it? I think it's interesting that you're still like, how are you getting in the classroom? I had a question like, how did you guys like get through the cubby in in the old SCPC into Mr. L's classroom? Well, I can speak to that because that was a long time ago and it was difficult. Yeah. We had to like get a saw out of the, out of the, uh, out of one of the cabins, uh, one of the wood cabins in the woods. And there's a, wait, sorry, there's a wood cabin <laughs> that has tools. Yeah, well, it's not really on the school property. I think it belongs to someone else in the neighborhood. Uh, so so you went into someone's shed and you stole a saw. Well, we borrowed it and then we brought it back later. I was a little bit bent. But uh, that was that was the beginning of, of tunneling into the classroom, which, by the way, took probably like a month or two. And, you know, actually, I don't think we should talk about this either. Oh, oh, you shouldn't. Well, why why not? Well, the... We, you know, we were punished for what we did, which was bad. It was bad to sneak into the classroom. And so that, you know, with, I don't, I feel uncomfortable continuing to talk about it. Really? Because I, I don't know. It's kind of fun. So we took the saw and then we had a bunch of hammers. And so we took the hammers into the drywall and it's just really, really going at it. Right. But then we had to disguise it with uh with like some rocks and sticks and leaves because it was the back of the classroom so no one no one really went there anyway but that way if anyone was walking by they would see there's another massive hole in the back of the classroom we would use to sneak it okay here's here's my question there's a lot 
of effort that went into this. Yes? Yes, you could say there was a lot of effort that went into our SCPC, which, by the way, no longer exists. Okay, yeah, whatever. Uh, And why didn't you guys just have little parties outside of the classroom? I'm sorry? Yeah, why didn't you just bring in food and do it? Like, presumably you have, you're like, you're allowed to eat snacks during break. Yeah, we're allowed to eat snacks during, wait, we can, we can eat snacks. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, well, why didn't, why didn't you just like bring in the salsa or cupcakes or whatever? I mean, maybe Mr. L would have been slightly annoyed that you guys were drinking a lot of soda and and eating sweets. Yeah, he would have been like, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that'd be fun. Okay, well, yeah, so he'd probably do that, but you know, you could still like eat it outside. Wouldn't that be fine? The entire point of the SCPC is it was inside the classroom. Okay, but, you know, it feels like an unnecessary amount of effort to every bite of cupcake tastes so much sweeter, knowing that you're not supposed to be in the classroom, but you are. Oh, that's a little bit. I mean, so you're saying that the only reason you enjoyed doing it is because you were breaking the rules? Partly, yes. Well, I honestly, I enjoyed the SCPC because it meant that I could hang out with all my friends. So, like, when when I first agreed to join, I was like, well, is Mr. L not going to like this? And Leo said, probably not. Um, but he said, you should do it because we need a junior scout. And I was flattered because, you know, I don't know. I do have a lot of friends, but it's always good to hang out with them. So I decided, like, yeah, okay, I'll join your little party club. And then I realized how awesome it was. And okay, so you you guys are doing all these parties in the classroom just because Mr. L told you not to be in the classroom. That's why you're doing it. Well, that's a little bit. Yes, that's why we're doing it. Okay. <laughs> that's not very nice, right? I I would see I can see why Mr. L would get mad about that. Like that's not a good way to spend your time in school. It may not be a good way to spend our time, but it's the way we chose to spend our time. Okay, I can see that. And and you guys were presumably punished for for what happened oh yeah that was really bad uh my, my my parents were not happy yeah neither were mine i actually was punished more than everyone else yeah because he was president of the club so they said he was like the instigator i'm not really sure what that means but they said instigator a lot when mr l and and the principal was talking to us for oh they got the principal involved oh yeah that was a big deal it's a big thing and so there were, I'm assuming there were detentions. There were many detentions. Yeah. And you had to pay for the classroom repair. We had to pay for the classroom repairs. Yeah. We had to go apologize to that guy who owned the shed and all the tools. Uh, had to do that too. Um, we had to clean up trash. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot. There's a lot that went on. Yeah. It was a pretty bad month. Okay. So it sounds like you guys should have learned your lesson. Yeah, we did. We completely learned our lesson. Absolutely. 100% learned our lesson. Jeffrey, would you say you learned your lesson? Um, I don't answer direct questions because they could be compromising of, 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 you know, you know, I have no secrets. I have nothing, no secrets from my peeps, nothing at all. But, you know, sometimes I want to keep things to myself. How's that, Leo? How's that? That was fine. Okay. Um, so I just think it's worth walking through all these consequences that you guys had for hosting these secret parties, which, you know, seemed like fun, sure, but were totally uncalled for and against the rules. Yes, that's fair. Okay. Uh, 
you did all that. You got all these consequences and you are never doing it again. Right, Leo? Absolutely. Okay. Right, Jeffrey? You would never do that again. That is a question that I could answer, but I don't want to because I'm not answering questions right now. So, <clears throat> I will answer your question with another question, Mr. Tom. Um, my question is, what is your favorite movie? I'm not going to answer that because we are talking about the SCPC. And I just want to say, Jeffrey, that I hope that you have thought that, you know, going along with Leo in... I take objection to this line of question. We're not in court, okay? I'm, we're just on a podcast. I still take objection. Okay, you can take objection to whatever you want. I'm going to keep talking. Uh, Jeffrey, you... I just want you to know that, like, all this stuff that you had to go through... Remember that month of, like, of punishment after the SCPC and how angry Mr. L was? Oh, yeah, he was really mad. Okay, like, didn't you feel bad? I felt so bad. I, he's, like, my... He's, like, the coolest guy. And, like, he was, like, mad and sad and disappointed in us. Yeah, okay. So, th don't you think, like, if you were to continue the SCPC... Then, if it was to be found out, he would be even more angry because you hadn't learned your lesson. Uh, this a uh, that's a that's a question that I will answer with another question. What is your favorite ice cream? My favorite flavor ice cream, Jeffrey. I'm serious. Don't you think you should consider? That participating in another SCPC, which, by the way, doesn't exist. So this is a purely hypothetical. Leo, that's enough. Participating in another SCPC could potentially, potentially land you in even more trouble. Um, like, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. I, I had not considered that at all until right now. Okay. Uh, maybe people who are listening to the podcast can see this, but but Jeffrey is staring at Leo with a with a look of shock, and it appears that Leo is 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 taking a a, a index finger and putting it across his throat to mime some sort of a beheading gesture, which, by the way, I do not condone. Um, and uh, if I were to say, if there was if there was an SCPC thing, if the, if that was happening, just just hypothetically what whatever that means uh what if i were to say something here would, would i not get in trouble would i not get in as much trouble if it if we were if 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 we were found out that i could say it right now right i could say it. if there was a thing i could say it then not get in trouble right well i don't know if that's uh that's say i i okay i'm gonna jeffrey if there were an scpc if there were hypothetically and it were still going on, and you mentioned something now, not only would you get in trouble with the school, you would get in trouble with me. I'm not sure which is worse. Wow, the, okay, the temperature in the room seems to have dropped a significant amount. I need to, I would like, uh, Mr. Tom, I, before I say anything else on this podcast, I would like to call my lawyer, and I would like to discuss with him what you have you have a lawyer i do um yes uh, i found him on a tv commercial and he deals mainly with car accidents but i've called him a couple times 
uh, so far. And he, he doesn't normally talk to me for very long. Uh, but I need to, I need to consult him. Right. What do you need to, uh, consult him about? I object to that line of questioning. I, we're not in a courtroom. And I'm just wondering what Jeffrey would like. I'd like to consult to him about what may or may not happen to me and my health and my life uh, because of what I have said on this podcast, which, by the way, I do not think should be released. Oh, it's it's going to be released. I second Jeffrey's motion that this podcast should never be released. Look, guys, I don't I don't even think your teachers listen to this. Okay, I think it's totally fine if you guys have. A secret classroom party that we do not, we did, we do not anymore. Yeah, yeah, we, there is, there is, that we are good persons. We are good people and persons who, who, who do good things. Thanks, Jeffrey. That's really convincing. Um, All I'm saying is, I don't know if your teachers listen. I think that given what, this is going on what the, the sort of tension in the room you guys need to go have a chat about this uh oh we will definitely have a chat okay well be nice uh have a nice chat i i would i would like to have a chat with my with my lawyer president okay well you you guys work that out but I, but all i'm saying is this maybe you should stop all right maybe this is the last time that you have an scpc in mr m's classroom how did you know about well hey hey uh don't say anything more because I think Leo is is ready to blow. What what do you mean? He's free to say whatever he wants, right, Jeffrey? What were you about to say? I, I how's how did you know about um about yeah about the about the podcast? <laughs> wow, we're on a podcast! Yay! <laughs> How'd you know? Boop a doo! <laughs> Can I go home now? <laughs> okay, we're gonna end the podcast right now. Uh, thank you both for coming in. I uh we're I have some questions for you guys from from uh. From listeners, we'll have to ask that another time. This is, uh, Leo, you go build that rocket with Timmy. Jeffrey, you go, um, yeah, I, I don't know, calm down, maybe have some ice cream or talk to my lawyer. Well, yeah, okay, maybe talk to your mom or something. Thanks for coming in. This was great. Um, this was an interesting interview. I feel like I learned a lot. We all learned a lot about everyone, right? Uh, thank you for having me again. And Jeffrey, if you, if you will. Let's uh let's go on out and let's have a chat. Uh okay, Leo. Let's uh let's have a chat. Woo! Bite all my podcast peeps. Alright. Okay guys, have fun. This has been a Boy Stories podcast production written and performed by the author Tom Longano. The Red Book of Stories and the Blue Book of Stories are available on Amazon.com. You can also get signed author copies on TomLongano.com. This podcast has been produced by the legendary George Martin and If you like the podcast, please do leave a rating and a review, whether on the Apple Podcast site or if you like the stories, you can leave a rating and a review on Amazon. We read all the reviews and uh, we really, really appreciate them. Uh, Please do share with friends as well. And if you have any questions uh, for Tom Longano or any of the characters and you'd like your question to be featured on a podcast, uh, you can... Email Tom Longano through the contact portal on TomLongano.com. You can also record a voice message on Anchor, and then you will get your voice on the podcast. Very exciting. Thank you so much for listening. This has been so much fun for us, and we hope it is just as much fun for you. See you next time.